This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For us, for be in America. Yes, it doesn't matter. Michigan, down in Florida, we'll get to it. The valiant EMT worker at 61 stabbed 20 times in the streets of Astoria while the local councilwoman, Tiffany Caban, is giving out advisories to uh, business people and citizens not to call the police. She's been doing this for like weeks. Do not call 911. We'll handle it. You handle it. This woman is crazy. She wants to destroy and defund the police. She wants to destroy and defund prisons. And now she wants to destroy her neighborhood in Astoria, Queens. You don't want to go anywhere. This is a 45 minutes of rip and read. The only place you're going to hear some of these new details is right here with Curtis Sliwa up until the 1 o'clock hour. Well, guess what? Uh, more buses arrived today in the Port Authority, missing in action to meet them and greet them. Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan. Uh, nobody from the city to meet them and greet them. Just uh, just various nonprofit groups that are going to be making a ton of money from the city as they get processed, as they come off the bus, and they go to the American Red Cross uh, headquarters at West 52nd Street between 10th and 11th. And then Catholic Charities, due to our generosity as taxpayers, will end up fattening its bank accounts. That's right, Cardinal Dolan. You keep welcoming them in. Andale, andale, andale. Along with the President of the United States, Papa Chulo Joe Biden, who when he was competing against President Trump in the election, kept saying, if I'm elected, come one, come all. Who's your daddy? Papa Chulo Joe Biden. He refuses to go to the border. And the only border that his arena has gone to, Vice President <laughs> Giggles Harris, is the DMZ between the uh, <laughs> Rice Gate Curtain of uh, North Korea, where the evil seat of Kim Jong mentally ill is on one side, and our allies in South Korea are on the other side. It's the only border she's been to lately. But let me give you the update. You'll be the first to hear it here on WABC. I predicted it. I told you so, Staten Island. Get ready. Apparently, your local officials have hung you out to dry. I'll get to that momentarily. So let's get to the panoply of options here. 
There are three choices right now for the many illegal aliens uh, that are invading our country, seeking asylum. They all claim they're seeking asylum. And many of them are getting on those Greyhound buses, whether provided by Governor Abbott in Texas, that Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, is saying, oh, they're being forced to come here, or by his friend, the Democratic mayor of El Paso on the opposite side of Juarez in Mexico, who has an agreement to send all of his illegal aliens here to New York City. Figure that out. So let's look at the options here. There's now the Trinity, the Troika, the trifecta of options, Lou. First off, there's the tried-and-true Milford Plaza, two blocks from the Port Authority, 600 rooms now at $700 a room. Initially, when they were first coming, it was $150 a room. They've jacked it up. They're extorting the taxpayers because they know it's our money. It's our money. Come on along, I'll take you to the lullaby of Broadway. The Hippery and Valley Who. The lullaby of Broadway. And in the center of it all is the Milford Plaza. Stay at the Milford Plaza Hotel with cocktail, dinner, and breakfast for $49.50 per person. Discover why we are the lullaby of Broadway. The Milford Plaza is the lullaby of all Broadway. Well, that's what it started as, Lou, $49.50 a person, cocktail, dinner, and breakfast. It's now $700 a room. This was a uh, consortium that was on the verge of going bankrupt. And uh, Bank of America was going to foreclose on them. And then their very dear friend, Eric Adams, who they probably wine dined in pocket line, said, hey, you'll get the first contract. Many other contracts to those who have wine dined in pocket line, me, who own hotels, motels, Holiday Inn Expresses. So that's category number one. Category number two, Lou, is the tent that they are constructing out in the parking lot of Orchard Beach. And apparently it's going up el rapido. Uh, our uh, crack uh, reporter from our NBC News staff, uh, our Jimmy Olsen, said that he lives near there and they've already put up the skeletal feature. Uh, if they uh, actually rack up the tent around it, it's going to cost us minimum of $15 million a month to operate. You got that $15 million, no frills to operate. You know it'll be jacked up more. And the first test of that parking lot is going to be Saturday when we're expected to get rains as a result of Ian, the horrible hurricane that it would be smashing through South Carolina as we speak, and then we'll end up with the remnants of that probably Saturday and Sunday. So we're going to see if the parking lot there can actually eliminate the water because in years past, there's always floods there. So that's part two is the big tent. And now get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Staten Island, I love you. You love me. Uh, you voted for me for mayor. If it was up to Staten Island, I would be mayor now. We wouldn't have this Michigash. I smashed Eric Adams in Staten Island. But I have bad news for you. Some of your local officials, including your Republicans, have sold you out. They are Eric Adams Republicans. Eric Adams, the swagger man, no plan, is finalizing a deal with the Norwegian cruise line to house... These uh, asylum-seeking migrants, as he calls them, on one of its massive cruise ships and dock. 
at Staten Island's Homeport. Lower the music. I know people in Staten Island collectively have had a heart attack. <laughs> I warned you. I told you you can't trust your officials in Staten Island. They'll sell you out, even if they're Republicans. I'm telling you, Homeport, you remember Homeport? You remember that's where the Navy was housed in Stapleton there. Brand new state-of-the-art location for the Navy. And who drove them out? The Schmuck to Putz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, and Gerald the Whale, Nadler, the congressman, when they said, wait a second, you got to tell us if there are nuclear weapons in the belly of those ships. And actually, the Navy said, we can't tell you that. We're not, we, we can't disclose. Well, then you got to leave. And they forced the U.S. Navy out before the attack of 9-11. And then what happened, Lou? 9-11 attack. And Gerald the Whale Nadler, the congressman, said, where where the boats? Where are the planes? Where's the Coast Guard? Well, what the hell? Uh, we chased the Coast Guard out of uh, Governor's Island. We chased the Navy out of Stapleton, Homeport, in Staten Island. And we had no um, aircraft in the immediate area. That could have protected the city. So you notice how they scream, they hoot, they holler, leave, leave, leave. And then all of a sudden there's a devastating attack and they want and they want and they want. Okay. Let me give you the bad news, Staten Island. Hold your horses. Eric Adams wants to lease the luxury liner from the Norwegian cruise line for six months and use it to house and process migrants before they enter the city shelter system. The migrants would be allowed to... Get this, Lou. Come and go while staying on the ship. The plan, he says, will be cheaper than erecting another tent city similar to the one the city plans to open very quickly in the Orchard Beach parking lot. Remember, they were looking at Floyd Bennett Field on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn. They were looking at Fort Tilden uh, in the Irish Riviera that's out near you, Lou, and uh, Sid Rosenberg between, uh, uh, between Breezy Point and Rockaway Beach. Well, guess what? They've chosen the eastern shore of Staten Island between the St. George Ferry Terminal and the Verrazano Narrage Bridge. That's where Stapleton, the naval uh, fleet, used to be housed. Now, you would think, right, Lou, that people would be outraged out there. These illegal aliens will be able to come and go off the cruise line. I can't believe that he said this, Joe Borelli. I said, I told you, I told you he's an Eric Adams, a Republican. The minority leader of the Republicans in the city council is not even creating a stink. I knew this was a possibility, but until Biden shuts off the border, I'm not sure how we can continue to accommodate these people without taking every other inch of parkland with tent cities. This arguably may be a more reasonable way, a more reasonable way to cope with a crisis than people might think. So Joe Borelli, I am assuming, will be there with bouquets and flowers and welcoming the illegal aliens on this Norwegian cruise liner. There will be a house right there in Stapleton, right there in Homeport. Uh, Vito Fisella, Republican conservative bro president, what say you? Congressman Nicole Maliotakis, Republican conservative candidate for re-election against Max Rose, what say you about this? And elected Republicans on Staten Island, are you into this? The way your minority leader, Joe Borelli, the Eric Adams Republican, is into this. This is a double disgraziata. This is a double shot. 
In fact, if you're going to accept cruise lines, why not have a bidding war emerge between Norwegian cruise lines and the tried and true Carnival cruise lines? Remember the great advertisement by Kathy Lee Gifford? Remember, play it, Sam. The place I like best of all, and I'm sure you will too, is right on board my ship, the Superliner Celebration. If they could see you now out on a punchup cruise, eating fancy food and doing what you choose, I'd like your friends back home to get a good look at the first-rate carnival cruise that you took. All I can say is, wow, hey, look at where you are. Tonight you're living, wow, just like a movie star. What a friendship, holy cow. They'd never believe it if your friends could see you now. Out on a friendship This is great, Kathy Lee Gifford. Maybe she could represent Carnival Cruise Lines, give us a better deal, no competition between the world. This is insane. And by the way, you folks in New Jersey, you're going to give us help. You got a liberal progressive governor half in the bag, Murphy, who ought to be the ambassador to Italy for Joe Biden. He spends more time in Italy than Trenton. How about Bayonne? What do you think, Lou? Bayonne, all the cruise liners come into the old Standard Oil uh, Company facility of Rockefeller in Bayonne. How about housing some of the illegal aliens? Yeah, come on. Extend a hand in friendship. Come on, Bayonne. You could do it. What about the liberals and progressives in Jersey? Follow up. Follow-up in Jersey City, you want to become the next governor right over my dead body. body. Another graduate of Goldmine Sachs, Raz Baraka. Uh, you want to take some of the illegals? Notice that nobody's offering to take any of these illegals, which may end up numbering 75,000, according to Eric Adams, who wants $500 million from Papa Chula Joe Biden. You heard it first here at WABC. Apparently, the leadership on Staten Island, the Republican leadership, led by Joe Borelli, has capitulated to Eric Adams. And I'm going to repeat the statement again as Eric Adams says he's how. He is going to uh, assign a Norwegian cruise line to Homeport in Staten Island where these uh, asylum-seeking migrants will be able to come and go as they please. Come and go as they please. They can roam all over Staten Island. And Joe Borelli, I guess, speaking for the Republicans, I hope he's not speaking for Vito Fisella and Nicole Maliotakis and the others, said, I knew this was a possibility, but until Biden shuts off the border, I'm not sure how we can continue to accommodate these people without taking over every inch of parkland with tent cities. This arguably may be a more reasonable way to cope with the crisis than people might think. When I say that there are Eric Adams Republicans out there, am I lying to you, ladies and gentlemen? You think that the uh, collective number of Republicans and conservatives in Staten Island should be saying no to the Norwegian cruise liner at Homeport to uh, house more of the illegal aliens who are flooding in and invading us here in New York City? You think? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it 
a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The founder of the Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC. This is a Dido song. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lieutenant Allison Rousseau Ellen. A uniformed paramedic from Huntington Station who was stabbed 20 times to death just yesterday in the afternoon in Astoria in a barbaric, unprovoked attack. Lieutenant Allison Russo-Elling was 61, a 24-year-old veteran of the FDNY and a World Trade Center first responding. She was grabbing lunch at about 2 p.m. when uh, a guy that we now know is Peter Zeopolis came up on her and just began to stab her over and over and over savagely. 20 times over and over. Russo Elling was assigned to the Station 49 in Astoria. She is the 1,158th member of the FDNY and the second medical responder in the past five years to die in the line of duty. Think of it. Members of the EMS, they risk their lives all the time to serve all of us, to help people whose own lives are in danger. Oftentimes, they are resisted by the people they're helping. Look at that EMT out in Staten Island who was shot when he was trying to uh, help an individual from a bar go to the hospital. Thankfully, he survived. And others uh, who are attacked sometimes by family members, people in the neighborhood. It, it's, it's endless, the stories in this naked city. And this should enrage everybody. This should enrage everybody. Last night, Lou, at 8 p.m., hundreds saluted the moments before the coffin carrying Russo Elling was to be driven through a gauntlet of FDNY medics, firefighters, and personnel from volunteer ambulance corps. Let's not forget them. The many hundreds, thousands, who every day are there in volunteer ambulance corps, who do it voluntarily, and they face some of the same rigors, some of the same challenges. The procession was bound for the city medical examiner's office in Manhattan, The coffin had been carried into an ambulance by FDNY personnel. Now, originally, when describing her actions, they said she was off-duty. I I really, I remember one union official, it may have been from the uh, UFA, who said, no, no, you're never off-duty. She was in uniform. She was going for lunch. She's always on duty. We're always on duty. And that's so true. 
radios at the ready. They'll drop whatever they're doing at a moment's notice in order to help to save lives. Typical of our city officials, oh, she was off duty. Yeah, you schmucks, you putzes. What do they know? Russo Elling is the mother of an adult daughter, had several grandchildren, and was less than a year from retiring. She could have retired in six, seven months. She was stabbed 20 times by this maniac on 20th Avenue and 41st Street. It's a relatively quiet area of Astoria normally. Russo Elling, in full EMS uniform, just wanted to get something to eat before going back for a duty. There were two eyewitnesses to the attack who knew uh, the maniac who's lived in that neighborhood about two years. One of them gave chase. This maniac ran into a building on 41st Street where he barricaded himself into his third-floor apartment. Members of the hostage negotiating team and the emergency service unit were able to talk this uh, enemy of society out of the apartment, and he was taken into custody. Russo Elling had been recognized multiple times for her bravery and her life-saving work, and she was absolutely beloved by all who knew her on the job. Uh, She lived in the Huntington Station ranch house, decorated with an American flag and a pumpkin on her front porch. Friends lined up and left notes on the front door asking to help her family. Neighbors in Huntington Station said that Russo Elling was a longtime volunteer on the Huntington Community First Aid Squad, where members hung black and purple bunting Thursday night. She was to celebrate her 30th anniversary with the group in November. For several years, Russo Elling was a day captain, which meant that she scheduled and set up the roster for the first aid crews, which normally work four-hour shifts. She was also an advanced life support specialist, which meant that she was capable of giving drugs to a person's in cardiac arrest. All of them spoke of her kindness and her friendship. She talked to everyone, was always willing to lend a hand. It was so terrible, so heartbreaking to all who lived with her as a neighbor in Huntington Station and those who worked side by side with her over the years. They described her as a loving mother, a dedicated paramedic who was looking forward to retirement and traveling, fishing and kayaking. Quote, she was such a kind and giving person you would always want to be around, adding, that Russo Elling was caring for her parents. Her daughter was recently engaged. It's just a horrible, horrible, horrible loss. And who is this fiend, this enemy of society, who went up on her, pulled out a knife, viciously slammed her to the ground, mounted her, and relentlessly stabbed her over and over and over 20 times? is a sickening video of this deadly attack. Sickening. And you say to yourself, okay, what motivated this madman? And according to the eyewitnesses, he just walked towards her, sped up, and then stabbed her over and over and over. So now, there's another tale to this story And I must tell you, it's sickening. 
It's absolutely sickening, Lou, and I want to share it with all of you. The area is represented by the Democrat Socialists of America, the Councilwoman Tiffany Caban, who believes in defunding and destroying the police and defunding and destroying prisons. She and a local assemblyman, Zoran, have gone out and distributed flyers for the past few weeks and emailed flyers, which actually would subject people and put them in harm's way because they're telling you, don't call the police under any circumstances. Don't call 911. I want you to listen to our crack news guy, our news director's report on this, Noam Layden. Some store owners in Astoria, Queens, are shocked by some of the suggestions a local city councilwoman is making to them to fight crime in their neighborhood, the same place where an FDNY EMT was stabbed to death Thursday. Councilwoman Tiffany Caban, along with State Assemblyman Zoran Mandani, are passing out flyers with their ideas of how to fight off a potential attacker. Some of the suggestions include give the person causing harm the chance to correct their behavior or scream, stop, that's not okay, to a potential intruder. The flyer tells shop owners to repeat those words until the person changes their behavior. Nowhere in that flyer do the lawmakers say to call 911. Caban Zoran also tell business owners dealing with the homeless to call 311 and to avoid calling the Department of Homeless Services because they may involve the NYPD. Noam Layden, WABC News. Great report, Noam. We're the first to report this. Lou, is this not crazy? Is this not Meshuggah Titch? This is absolute insanity. At the top of Tiffany Caban's leaflet. She's the city councilwoman. Remember, she almost became the DA in Queens. Just barely lost. Imagine if she had been the DA. I mean, forget it. You would have had to move out of Queens. She wouldn't have prosecuted anybody. They say, call 311. Request a street outreach team. Even though, Lou, it could take a few hours. They admit it could take a few hours. What do you do in the interim? Let's say that this was not the lieutenant of the EMT who was being savagely attacked over and over and over again, 20 times. Russell Elling. Imagine if it was a, a storekeeper, a vendor, somebody who worked in a bodega, a resident. They're telling you call 311. They're telling you, do not call 911. Listen to this. Listen to this insanity. I'm going to add on to Noam Layden's great report. They say, distract the individual. Divert attention. Spill your soda saying, hey, didn't I go to high school with you? Lou, can you imagine this maniac pulling his knife out, his shiv, and he's coming towards a person? And then all of a sudden, you're right next to the person. Spill your soda saying, hey, didn't I go to high school with you? You think that's going to freaking distract a maniac? I deal with emotionally disturbed persons all the time. I've been dealing with emotionally disturbed persons for 44 years. I'm an expert on this. I carry no weapons. I don't wait for medical health workers. But in situations where... You're involving individual. You must call 911, the police. 
These elected officials, Democrat Socialists of America, justice warriors, will tell you, do not call the police. Now get this advice, Lou. Give the person causing harm the chance to correct their behavior. This maniac has just stabbed this lieutenant with the EMT 20 times savagely. So you're not going to call the police. You're going to give this maniac causing harm the chance to correct their behavior. Get this. This is the caveat. When the person stops their behavior, as aberrant as it is, say, have a good day. We're paying for this. Taxpayers are paying for this. Now, the other problem here is that Tiffany Caban is an elected city councilwoman, this guy. Zoran is the elected assemblyman, DSA members, justice warriors. They hate police. They hate prisons. They want to destroy the police. They want to destroy prisons. If, God forbid, any of their constituents actually go out and try this loo and they don't get results, and let's say they get victimized like this uh, hero, Lieutenant EMT Allison Russo Ellen. Guess who gets sued? Not them. They have qualified immunity. Oh, Tiffany, come on, qualified immunity. The assemblyman, qualified immunity. Everyone has qualified immunity now except for the police. The police have been stripped of qualified immunity from Brooklyn to Buffalo. Cops are on their own. Now you know why they're reactive, not proactive. Uh... About two uh, summers ago, you may have remembered, Lou, then Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, when every night we were met with uh, what seemed like uh, an attack of Roman candles. Remember all the fireworks every night, gangs shooting them back and forth. Borough President then of Brooklyn, Eric Adams, told his constituents, don't call the police. Don't call the police. Go out there, talk to these uh, young ruffians and calm them down. And a woman did exactly that in the Linden Projects, right off Linden Boulevard. And the thugs told her, M-Y-O-B-F-U, blankety, blank, blank, blank. And then they followed her to her apartment. And before she gained entrance, they shot her twice in the back of the head. Did Eric Adams ever apologize? No. I have no idea uh, what may have become... Uh, of any lawsuits that may have been filed on her behalf, her estate's behalf, her family's behalf. But boy, that was a, that would have been a very good uh, lawsuit against corporation counsel. But you see, you couldn't have sued Eric Adams for that horrible information, don't call the police, because he had qualified immunity as the Brooklyn Borough President. Not police, but elected officials, judges, DAs, everyone else. See what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? They give this crazy advice because they hate police. Let's face it. This is what it's about. They hate the men and women in blue uniforms. This was done by Eric Adams two years ago as Brooklyn Borough President. It's now being done by Councilwoman Kabam and Zoran. Advising people that when you see a problem, don't call the police. Deal with it yourself. And what will they say if all of a sudden somebody is stabbed viciously over and over by a maniac in the streets of Astoria like we saw yesterday against 
Lieutenant Allison Russo Elling. Well, 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 would they would they even go to the wake of the funeral? Well, they probably do what politicians do. Oh, we send our condolences. You're full of bull. Tiffany, come on. You're full of bull. Zoran, you're full of bull. You don't know anything that you're suggesting. You have no street smarts. You've never been in the belly of the beast. How dare you? And Tiffany, come on who actually told people, don't call the police, right across the street from her own city council headquarters, which is on 31st Street in Astoria. Armed men went at the customers of this cafe and held them up at gunpoint and said, give us your possessions, your money, or we'll shoot you. Hands up, don't move. Should they have called the police? Or should your constituents have called you, Tiffany, who probably were hiding under your desk across the street, hoping that they wouldn't shoot and you would be hit by bullets, fleeing, as some of your staff members were, from the potential carnage? New York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. How much is that dog in the window? <laughs> the one with the waggly tail. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, How if you have never heard our animal welfare hour here at WABC, it stars my wife Nancy, the animal rescuer, uh, who leads the effort of the guardian angels, the guardian angel animal uh, protection. Uh, part of our organization, and boy, we have our hands full. And so many other rescue organizations and caring organizations for all kinds of animals, especially for dogs and cats. This is sickening, Lou. Can you imagine this? The Defense Department banned the practice of shooting dogs and cats in 1983. They were purchasing dogs and cats from animal shelters and shooting them with military weapons in Bethesda, Maryland, a firing range so scientists could study the effects of shooting and torturing dogs and cats. So they would hang a a cat or a dog upside down in a sling. They would shoot the dog or the cat in the head. They would inflict other kinds of wounds into the body of the dogs and the cats. And if the dog happened to have survived it or the cat, they would then operate on the dog or the cat as if this was somehow field wounds that uh, military men and women might suffer. And they did this with high-powered weapons to inflict different types of injuries. Now, they promised, they swore that they would never do this, Lou. They swore. They swore. 1983, they said, no, we don't need to do that any longer. Well, they lied. Like our government always lies to us. I don't trust Democrats, I tell you. I don't trust Republicans. And I don't trust our government. You have to... uh, You have to get verification. You have to be constantly on top of them because... They recognize that if they lie to you, more important matters will come up and then you'll be distracted and they'll continue to be able to do what they're doing like they're doing now. 
The Army Medical Research and Development Command has quietly allowed shooting cats and dogs for wound experiments. Even though in defiance of the Pentagon saying that they wouldn't do that any longer. And it's been publicized for the first time after a whistleblower said that they're not following what they agreed to do. This is incredible, ladies and gentlemen. What a nightmare. In addition to the house pets that we're all familiar with, I can imagine any one of our 18 rescue cats that Nancy has saved from the shelter who would have been uh, destroyed, executed, euthanized within 72 hours. That's the way it is in the New York City shelter system. They don't tell you that, but it is. You surrender your animal to the New York City shelter system. If they can't be adopted out or forced it out or find a home of their own, they kill them. So the Army is going to nearby shelters, and once again, they're buying up dogs and cats. But it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. To practice with their military weapons on what they now call non-human primates and marine mammals, like chimpanzees and dolphins, for research purposes, with approval from the service's animal care and use review office. The military also has been known to injure and use live pigs to train both rank and file and medical personnel on treating battlefield wounds. They said they would not do this. They are torturing dogs and cats. They are being suspended from slings, and they are shooting shooting them with high-powered weapons to inflict different types of injuries on these dogs and cats. It's monsters. Monsters. Now you know why I don't trust government at all. I don't care Republicans, Democrats, the institutional government. They lie, 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 because they know that at times they can slip under the radar screen. Well, not here. Not here on the Curtis Lewis Show. Look at what we've exposed you to today. Tiffany Caban out in the streets of Astoria. This uh, Democrat Socialist of America councilwoman, enemy of the police, enemy of uh, correctional officers, encouraging people who are confronted by these emotionally disturbed persons not to call the police. Never. This is right before the lieutenant for the EMT was killed. First to report that Eric Adams is bringing a Norwegian cruise liner into Homeport in Stapleton. I told you this would happen. Oh, I talked to Republicans. They're not going to happen. And who actually said we may have no choice but the minority leader of the Republicans in the council and Eric Adams, Republican Joe Borelli. I'm going to find out what Nicole Maliotakis has to say about this, the congresswoman and the borough president, Vito Fasella. You can't run, you can't hide from WABC, which which has transparency for all of you.